You're listening to the Two Guys Talking Podcast Network. People have told me often that I'm a fast talker. I can't quite disagree with them, especially depending on the topic. But you know what really makes a great podcast is if you speed mumble through all of your calls to action to your audience. Not really. And we're going to talk all about that inside this episode of the Podcast Gauntlet. Greetings, everybody. I'm Mike Wilkerson, one of your hosts. And I'm Brian Etzminger, the other one of your hosts. Brian, that's not nearly fast enough. Would you mind tripling how quickly you were just speaking? Oh, yeah. Let me see if I can remember where I grew up. I'm Brian Etzminger. I'm the I can't do it. I'm Brian Ensminger. I've I, lived in the South too long. I'm Brian I can't either. I'm the other one of your hosts. There we go. <laughs> there you go. This is something that has come to my attention recently. I was recently watching a, a live stream of a gentleman that I'm not going to bother naming him. He's very large inside of the, the nerddom community. And I, I really enjoy his content. However, on the front and back end of each of his now live streams, there's something that has become a speed bump to me wanting to listen to his program. Brian has encountered this as well inside of other programs, I assume. Yes, Brian? Um, yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> and essentially what it is, is that after you greet your audience or whatever it is you're going to do, you quickly speed through the entire concept and placement of every location on the internet that you can be found. However, because you're speed mumbling doing it, you are unintelligible. And so those that might have a history with you, well, they've got, they've got the outside chance that they might be able to hear what's going on and then latch on, checkbox, okay. But for those that are new listeners, or perhaps those that would like to listen to you but hate people that speed mumble through their connective tissue or their calls to action, Y'all got to stop doing that. What, the other thing that I usually pride myself on in things of this program is that I love to try and re-emulate the things that Brian and I are talking about inside of the program regularly. And just like Brian was kind of unable to do this inside of the, inside of the wedge <laughs> of his introductory part, I, I can't actually do it. It's where I think I'd actually have to hear it and then try to mimic it. As opposed to speeding through, because I'm used to saying something to the effect of, you know, we're curious as to what you think. Why don't you go over to our website? It's over there at podcastgauntlet.com. Fill out the quick web form and let us know what you think. It's a very clear, concise call to action. It's got one place. It doesn't have 5,000 places. And I surely am not speeding through it so that you, as a listener, can actually do something when I ask you to. Brian? Yeah, I think, I mean, there's so many things to unpack about this. First off, I'll admit that I've probably been guilty of this more than <laughs> once, right? And I've, I've been thinking about this as we've been talking, because, of course, we want to bring some value to you as the listener. And I think there's a couple of reasons why people do this. I think one is maybe you just get used to it, and it rolls off your hand, kind of like typing your name. Eventually, you get so used to it, you don't have to think about how to, how to spell Like, it just happens. So maybe there's mm -hmm. a certain level of muscle memory. But I also think from my own experience, sometimes there's a sense that, well, I need to make sure that I put this call to action at the very beginning of the episode so that if somebody's here for the first time, they know what to do. And But, but also, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it because I don't want to delay them getting there. Immediately, I have the question, 
or the tension, is what I'm doing valuable? And so you think to yourself, well, it's valuable to me. There's a 50-ish percent chance it might be valuable to the listener, so I'll do it, but I'm going to rush through it because I don't want to waste everybody's time. And kudos to you for thinking of your audience and not wanting to waste their time. The feedback I would have on that is if you don't think it's valuable or you hear that it's not valuable, why are you doing it? And conversely, if you're hearing that it is valuable or you believe it could be, take the time to make it work. Because if you, like Mike said, if you start doing this and you rush through the 15 places people can find you on the internet in 30 seconds, you might as well have just not bothered because give me 15 calls to action. I will not do any of them. I'm not being a jerk. I'm a human and I will not remember. So if you're going to do something, choose one place and send them there, or at most, maybe two, the website or a subscribe, like, I don't know, pick a thing, but don't say here on Facebook, here on Instagram, here on Nostra, here, don't, don't do that. <laughs> Send them to one place and let them connect with you there. And then make sure that it's valuable. I'll go back to you, Mike. Well, not only that, don't speed mumble through it. No. It, I, seriously, if, if I can't understand the words that you are saying, because you are so used to them because of your vocal muscle memory, uh, then there's a larger problem that maybe you haven't identified. But this is also something else that all of you can take away from inside of this program. Now that we've shared and spilled this knowledge on you of the phenomenon of speed mumbling, <laughs> guess what you're going to hear inside of a lot of other programs that you listen to now? Word vomit. Guaranteed. Yep. And it's because you're going to try to identify it because not only because somebody has talked about it, but because you know you should be doing something different. And I'm absolutely certain, again, just thinking about the, the reason why we're talking about this, that creator... And another one, another one that is, he's inside the law enforcement cone. Both of those creators are doing this. And I guarantee you that if we were to just mention that to them and say, hey, I just wanted to let you know that at uh, whatever minute inside of your program, listen to that real quick and let me know what you think of it. And then just let them do it. And if they would do it, they would go, my God, you can't understand what I'm saying. And I would just go, yep. And, and, and that's what I'm saying. And, and so that, that really, when you take both sides of the sandwich here and you pack it into the delicious bite that you're going to take out of this episode of the podcast <laughs> gauntlet, that's it. Just remember that when you are talking to your audience, you need to make sure that you're intelligible. Uh, don't speed mumble through things just because you're used to them or, oh, well, they already know or ah, I don't need yeah. to do that. You kind of do need to do that. Because, of course, you want people to engage with you. It's, it's, it's the number one complaint of everything inside a podcast. And is, my God, I've been doing this for an insert period of time that you think is relevant of you doing it. And you go, but man, no one ever contacts me. Well, it, one, if you don't do it, then they're not going to. That, that's, that's always the first answer when sure. somebody says, you know, I'd like to try and improve my podcast. How, how do I have people contact me? You got to actually ask them. That spills kind of into a bonus point that Brian was talking about. Remember, when you ask them to contact you, ask them to contact you about one thing. Yes. You can ask multiple times during your program, but always remember when you make the call, you want to know their opinion or their thought or how they handle things about one thing. Not about, you know, 
I'm curious, you know, what kind of background do you use inside of your podcast? What kind of microphones are you using? What kind of mixer you got going on there? Do you wear protective eyewear during your podcast? Let us know what you think by going over to our podcast, gauntlet.com website and fill out the quick web form and tell us what you think. Don't do that. Just ask about one thing and you're going to be gold. But it can't be speed mumbled. Then the next question is, well, how fast should I go? An analytical person like me would go, okay, I should speak slower so people can understand me. How fast should I go? And I would say, especially if you think about the, the pacing of your show, try and make it match the pacing of your show. I've seen people where they realize they're doing it too fast and they overcorrect, which is a natural thing. And what I would suggest is you're probably going to get it wrong a couple times, but try and find the place where it feels too slow when you're saying it, but when you listen back to it, it sounds about right. It matches the pacing of your show. You don't have a really dead call to action followed by a very lively conversation. And conversely, you don't have a speed mumble followed by something that people can actually understand. Yeah, that's wonderfully said. There's something else that inside a two guys talking environment that happens all the time. We started way back in the 24podcast.com effort. And it's where we actually insert a call. There's a tone that's associated with us asking about people for insight or their feedback or whatever it is we're asking about. Well, that tone appears inside of every single time we ask for insight. In fact, there is a call to action tone for this program. In fact, why don't we try it out, Brian? You know, Brian, that's a really great point. But you know what? We want to know what you guys think. Let us know what you think by going over to our website over at podcastgauntlet.com. Fill out the quick web form and let us know what you think. And so now you guys have a working template, not only for, I think, what is a decent cadence, if nothing else, at least a, a, some training wheels to make sure that you're not speaking too quickly to your audience so as to speed mumble through everything that you shouldn't be speed mumbling through. Until next time, I'm Mike Wilkerson, one of your hosts. And I'm Brian Entzminger, the other one of your speed-talking hosts. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.